Joining us now in TD's Your Story, Your Future is an award-winning medical doctor, wellness expert, life coach, author, and flamenco dancer, Dr. Susan Bialy. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. You sound very exciting. (laughs) So do both of you in the way you react to my bio. I love it. (laughs) Well, how long have you been flamenco dancing? Let's let's cut to the chase. Oh, goodness. Well, I started out dancing salsa. And then fell in love with flamenco when I saw it being performed. So I started doing that probably about 2003, so quite a while ago now. Mm. Well, we'd love to keep talking about flamenco (laughs) dancing, but now we have to go to the dark side. Mm. Because we're talking about burnout. And I understand that at the beginning of your career as a doctor, you really struggled with depression and burnout. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Yes, the flamenco dancing um, came out of that rock-bottom point that I hit. I was, after medical school, enrolled in an emergency medicine residency, which was a disastrous mistake. I, I really didn't know anything about myself at that time. I had just been pursuing academic achievements, awards, accolades, um, without really any kind of self-reflection, and thankfully, it eventually all started to come apart at the seams, and I became um, very depressed, very burned out, exhausted, and I just really couldn't keep going at all. How was it that your life went from being in that dark place to where you are now? What was the transition? Well, I'm very, very grateful to that dark place, actually, and I really encourage people who are seriously depressed or who are experiencing significant burnout um, to actually embrace it as much as no one would ever wish it upon themselves, because really it's an opportunity. If you can leverage it to really ask yourself the deep questions about your life, as I did, I realized I was completely unsuited to my career that I had chosen. Uh, My life was so unidimensional. It was just all about work, which is the case with so many of us. And so it was when I started making better choices, finding work that suited me much more than emergency medicine, and also just learning to have more fun and play and be creative, which is where the dancing came in. And it was remarkable what happened when I started just leading a much more balanced, joyous life. But I mean, that that's, I, I think it's great. That, and it's wonderful that you were able to do this. But for so many people, I mean, they need to put work, food on the table for their families. And they can't get out of that kind of rut without losing or the potential of losing everything. Exactly. And I'm not suggesting at all that people abandon their work. I actually just transitioned from emergency medicine into general practice. I got my license as a general practice physician, and I still have that to this day. And it was really more about um, just evaluating what you do in your free time and making sure that there is some free time. We, so many of us need to place better boundaries around our work, which then in turn actually increases our productivity. We know from research that if someone gets enough sleep, eats properly, has something in their life that they're passionate about, spends time with their loved ones, in addition to their work, productivity goes up, lack of absenteeism goes up. It's actually really good for your career to just have a more balanced approach. Well, how do you know if you're starting to experience burnout? What, what, what would some of the symptoms be? 
It's a very gradual process. It, it creeps up on you progressively, usually through increasing fatigue and feelings of exhaustion. That's one of the hallmarks. Now, as a medical doctor, I have to tell people, of course, that if you're feeling that, to go see your physician because depression can overlap with it, and also it could be thyroid disease or low iron and other things. But beyond that fatigue, there's also a loss of interest in things that you used to love. You might find yourself getting more negative and cynical about your colleagues, about your customers at work, about your family members, and that even though you feel like you're just working nonstop, you're not nearly as productive and effective as you used to be. It's a really, really awful constellation of of feelings, actually. Well, another word we hear a lot about is stress and where, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that stress causes depression. And I think there's an overlap in all these things, but people talk about it a lot. I don't remember my parents' generation talking about stress the way we do. And even young people are stressed. Everyone seems to be stressed. Yes, that's that's absolutely true. I mean, we do know that exhaustion and burnout actually have been around for millennia. They've been documented way, way, way back in history. So it is something that happens to the human body and mind and spirit if we just have too much stress for too long. There's no question, though, that in our 24-hour society, when there are just so many choices, so many options, um, and we can we can work literally round the clock if we want to, that it's really an art to learn how to put those boundaries in place. For, for example, I've really dialed back on social media, and on weekends I don't check email at all. There are things that we can do to, to reclaim sanity and a bit of that older, more normal life that our parents lived. So what are some of the tips that you would give to someone if, if they felt that they were burned out, overstressed, overwhelmed? One of the first things that I recommend is to stop pushing your mind and body without support. I'm not necessarily saying that people immediately dial back on their workload because, as you mentioned, a lot of people simply can't do that, and that would even increase their stress if they worried about failing at work or not performing. So one of the key things that they can do is sleep, food, and exercise. Get as much sleep as you can, even just half an hour more. Stop cutting it around the edges. Make sure that you eat proper food, have breakfast, don't eat garbage on the run. You'll notice that that makes a huge impact. And also some form of exercise, even if it's just on your break, getting out and taking a brisk walk around the block, getting that blood moving to your brain makes a huge difference. What about flamenco dancing? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And, And it really was embracing my passion that I'd had for dance as a child that had gotten shoved aside as I ambitiously pursued success that ended up saving me when in my late 20s I was able to pick it up again. And, you know, play and creativity are so healing for us as humans. And also dance because it's cardiovascular exercise that you don't even know that you're doing. And it's social. Yeah, like, it's amazing. Exactly. I was just going to say that because I know people who who say, no, I've got to work out four times a week, and it becomes a job, it becomes a chore, and it adds to their stress level because I can't make it, so I've missed my 40 minutes, I only did 30 minutes, or I only did 20, or I missed the day. And it, and so, But this sounds like you go, you meet people, you have fun, you, you, you must forget everything when you're out there on the dance floor. Yes, yes, that is such... And you can't, you can't check your emails. <laughs> 
no, you can't. I know that I can do it on the Stairmaster. Uh, it's a bit risky. <laughs> but, but yes, I really, you've got it exactly there with, I want people to reduce the burdens that they feel and try to find things that you can fit into your life that don't feel like a burden and like more work you've got to do. This is not meant to increase your sense of burden. Do you, for example, put your cell phone away when you're going to sleep? Do you gear away from all those devices? Oh, yes, absolutely. I've had some challenges with sleep, and that's a really important piece of sleep hygiene is to get those screens off, ideally a couple of hours before you go to bed. And so the only reason my phone is at my bedside is the alarm if I need it to wake up, and I always have it in airplane mode and do not disturb, so there's no temptation to pick it up. I'm, I'm afraid to pick it up because I know if I do, it'll make me wake up earlier in the morning. It'll decrease the quality of my sleep. It's just not worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I can um, go off the grid, as I call it, for a couple of days. I just alert everybody that I'm off the grid for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, Christine, I don't know. Could you do that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I find it harder. You know, I find it harder to do that. And I find, you know, I'll, I'll just check every once in a while. Um, but I find it less stressful than wondering that if there's been some emergency. I'm a worrier. And, I, right. and if, if, if I'm getting no information, then I'm worrying more. So I just need to go and check and make sure there's nothing I have to worry about. <laughs> there's a great test you can do. And I've done it a number of times for two or three weeks at a time. And that's that setting that email responder that you're away from you, from your email, and then seeing if anything actually goes wrong. And you could do it just for one day. And I found that as a rule, nothing goes, goes wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, where can people connect with you? My website is susanbiali.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-B-I-A-L-I.com. And there's a free book, ebook they can get there, 10 Essential Easy Changes, that um, follows up on some of these things we've been talking about. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening and sharing your story. Thank you. It was a real pleasure. That was TD's Your Story, Your Future. You are listening to What She Said. We'll be right back. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast. But we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.